Hello and welcome back to another episode of Control Up Delete. Today's episode is very exciting. I know I say that all the time, but my guest today doesn't really do many interviews, so this was just such a privilege to do. So my guest is Rhonda Byrne. She is most famously known for her book and film The Secret, and it has been viewed and read by millions, and I mean millions, across the world. It was a global bestseller published in over 50 languages and we're here today to discuss Rhonda's new book, The Greatest Secret, a truly fascinating book about our minds and ridding ourselves of negative thoughts. It's a book about leaning into our feelings, how to deal with the way that we feel, the difference between our mind and our intuition. And obviously I'm not going to give away the secret of the book. Um, You'll have to go and buy a copy, but... I went on a real journey with the book and I'd be really interested to talk to anyone who has read it. The book reflects Rhonda's own journey, which she is very open about. And it's also filled with really accessible practices for us to end our own suffering, basically. And she quotes a lot of other teachers throughout the book. So you're also getting a bit of an education on past authors and teachers in this space. And I just loved this chance of getting to ask Rhonda all about it. And I will see you again for more episodes very soon. So I'm absolutely thrilled and very, very excited to be joined by the iconic best-selling, amazing person, Rhonda Byrne. I can't believe you're on the podcast. Hello. That's so lovely of you. I'm so honoured, Emma, to be honoured. And thank you very much for asking me. Thank you so much for your time. I'm just so honestly so honoured to have any of your time. And I uh, told some of my friends, actually, I was going to be talking to you. And obviously, they all have read The Secret. And they said, that book changed my life. And I mean, do you ever get bored of hearing that from people? Never, never, never. Absolutely, just never. Every, every time it's every time I hear it, it's like the first time. It, it really is. It just um, and I am I'm, I'm so easily my eyes fill with tears when um, when when somebody shares something with me, a story, uh, or if I come across a story that somebody's written into the website, and I'm just. It, it, I'm just so grateful to have played a small part in in that incredible journey of the secret. And, you know, it's extraordinary because people are um, discovering it every day, you know, new generations. And um, But, oh, it's just, it's just been the mm. best, the best. So incredible, that organic word of mouth and how it just spread and it was just so joyful to watch um but for anyone who is tuning in and knows that they love the secret i wondered if in your own words you could just let us know before we get into it um your what you mm. think the biggest difference is between the secret and the greatest secret because mm. they, are, they are really different books but they are they are they so are. incredible in the way they make you feel yeah they, they they are different yet they're kind of linked because um if if you look at the last chapter of uh, the secret there are sort of um, clues in there as to what would be next and um, uh, sort of cover a whole whole lot of things uh, at the at the last chapter which are really really important but the secret is um, 
let me, because I love, I love that I describe it differently now from, from, it's still the same and it's the same truth and it will never change because it's a law and it's like gravity. And whether it's a hundred years, a thousand years, 10,000 years from now, nothing will be any different. It is a law and it, it will not change. And our thoughts are, our thoughts are very powerful and our mind is incredibly powerful. So the thoughts that we energize, in other words, the thoughts that we believe, the thoughts that we kind of think over, 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 they will most definitely become our life. There is no other way around that. They will. And so it's a really, really good idea to just think about what you want instead of what you don't want. Because if all of us just thought about what we want, what we want, what we wanted, um, that's all we'd ever get in our life. That's what our life would be like. So, so that's the secret, as true today as, as it ever was. Um, the greatest secret is the way out of suffering and the way to lasting happiness. And, and when I say suffering, it's um, what I'm talking about is anything other than being very happy. And so that means the kinds of things that... that create our suffering are uh, negative thoughts and negative feelings. Uh, they, they are the major two. They're the top two on the charts. <laughs> they, they really, they get, they get us. And, um, but from those is upset and uh, doubt and unworthiness, you know, feelings of unworthiness and um, uncertainty and anxiety worry and fear, which a lot of people have been through lately and stress, all of those things, the greatest secret will free you of those things. And in freeing you of those things, and this is what is extraordinary, is that happiness will be yours because happiness is already within you. It's not something we have to acquire. It is already within us. And all of those things that I listed, negative thoughts, negative feelings, um, which create beliefs and all sorts of awful feelings of unworthiness and upset and hurt, and all of those things are covering up our happiness. Mm -hmm. And so they need to go. So the greatest secret is like peeling an onion. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, ta it's taking away... Um, it's taking away the things that are in the way of our happiness. And if, if anybody listening knows the secret, um, when you are feeling really good and when you're feeling happy, life is incredible. Like it's like the whole universe just lines everything up for you you could ever want. It's just ping, ping, ping. Your day is amazing. Everything, everything sort of happens for you. And so can you just imagine if those things are removed um, those negative feelings are removed and ne negative thoughts and beliefs when they are gone and the happiness that we are. Can you just imagine what happens in your life? Every desire you've ever had will be fulfilled. Every question you've ever had will be answered. And so, but the thing is, you'll be happy and, and happiness is what we all want. That's what we're all seeking. So, so that is what the greatest secret is. Oh, so amazingly said. And what I love so much about the book, I must say, is, you know, so having read a lot of self-help books and knowing that the happiness economy exists, we are being sold so many things and items and products that say they'd make us happy. And this book is basically saying happiness is our true nature. So it's already there. That's right. Already there. And you know what, Emma, it's a happiness that 
it's just a happiness that we that you don't feel from material things. It's it's a happiness that it's it's like a thousand times multiplied by a thousand times what we've ever felt. I think there are two um, two people in the book that talk about that. They try and describe the happiness that is our true nature. And it is just whatever you could imagine of the happiest you've ever been, you just multiply it by, by a thousand. And you might just then come a little close to the happiness that we, that we truly are. So, um, yes, it's, it's not, you, there is no happiness to acquire. Um, it's all already within us. So, and therefore, every single being and person on this earth deserves to be living in that happiness every single day because there's something extraordinary that I have found certainly in my life is that even when you go through challenging times there is that happiness just doesn't go away it's always there it's just like the foundation it becomes the foundation of your life. And yes, things happen like the pandemic. But, you know, I mean, you have no fear. You have no worry or anything about those things. You do what you, you're required to do. But, you, but you're not having sleepless nights or fretting or worrying about, about those things. I mean, that's just life. I mean, you know, this, this, this pandemic, it appeared and it'll disappear and it'll be gone. It, it will be gone. It can't stay. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. And it will be gone. And then, you know, life continues on. It was very moving hearing about you. And I've got to say, by the way, that uh, learning about the teachers, incredible. I love that I got to learn even more about them in the back of the book, having gone on this journey. But your personal um, writing in the book um, was, some, you know, some of my favourite bits in the book because you do talk about, you know, the, the wildfires. Um, you obviously live in beautiful mm. California, but you're not immune to these things even though other people might think you are the epitome of success you really opened up and yes yes and um and you know the wildfires those particular wildfires I mean they started such a long way away from us um it it seemed impossible that they could ever reach where where we are uh but but you know certainly they did you know they came and uh, uh and I evacuated and um, and not with fear or anything like that. And I had, you know, I've so, since sold that house, but I had a, a really beautiful house. It was full of memories of my daughter's engagement party and so many wonderful times there and really precious things in, in that house that were gifts and everything that people gave to me. I didn't take any of them out of the house with me. Um, I just took what I needed. I took a suitcase and, uh, and, um, and I went and, you know, went away and stayed in a hotel like everybody did. Um, and the, and uh, I just, I was never concerned about, that's weird, you know, if somebody had told me years ago, <laughs> you wouldn't be worried about your house burning down, I would say, oh, don't be daft. You know, I, I would be, but I just wasn't. I, I, I can't explain it. You just feel so good that um, you just know you're going to be happy no matter what. And, and so if, if it had gone in the fire, and it didn't, but if it had, then I just would have known that I needed to go in a different direction and that was the absolute best thing that, that was to happen. So I had no resistance about it and I had friends calling me and saying, oh, my gosh, the fire is so close. 
you know, to your house and I was, I was just fine with whatever happened. And um, I was very fortunate. My house was, my house was fine. So, um, but just to go through things like that. And then after that, we had an event that was even greater. Uh, we, we returned home after being evacuated, I think for four weeks and, uh, and we returned home and then, um, I think it was a week or two weeks later, there were mudslides and that killed a lot of people in our community and, and it, it did far more damage than fire and it took out, uh, so many houses. It was, it was devastating for the community. And so you feel enormous compassion and heart for everybody. And I did everything I could to help, um, people that were hurting and lost, lost loved ones. Um, but I never, I was never lost, you know, in the grief of it. I was able to help people and uplift them because I wasn't lost in the grief. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's possible. It is possible to live our lives without suffering. It, re it really is. And I just, if I could have one wish, I would really, I would wish that for everybody because mm -hmm. um, I have such a love for humanity. I just, we, we are incredibly courageous <laughs> with what we're doing here on this planet and, um, and the suffering is unnecessary. Because one of the teachers that you reference in the book is uh, Byron Katie. And for anyone listening who hasn't heard of her, she is someone who frees people through her work um, from suffering and her backstory is incredible. You'll have to go and uh, read in the back of uh, The Greatest Secret all about her. But um, I know that people often say to her, well, well, what if my house burns down? What if I'm going through grief? You know, this is stuff that I, I can't let go of this suffering. And something that kind of blew my mind when I was reading your book is the difference between love and attachment and how you can love yes. something, you can love, you yes. know, a family member, but the the difference between the attachment that that bit really spoke to me yes well it hurts mm -hmm. you know attachment really hurts hurts us a lot and um because attachment has uh, and it disguises itself as love you know it's uh but attachment has fear in it so attachment is is when you love something but underneath it you're afraid of losing it and uh and love is not afraid of anything Love has absolutely zero conditions. And so at attachment is, yes, I love this person, but I don't want to lose them. And, you know, we see the sadness in that with people who divorce and, you know, and the, and the um, unhappiness that happens between them because somebody may be expected that the other person would be with them for the rest of their life and they're not. And so then they go through, you know, something really, really difficult and, and it's because they were attached to the other person. And so it's like a, attachment's like a conditional love. And, and we can live without attachment. We really can. And, and, and it is not hard because, again, again, attachment is not our true nature and love is our true nature. So it's not that you have to go and, and, uh, and, and go and do some course and, be, and, and you know, ch change the structure of yourself. It's, it's actually within you already. Um, and so, yeah, so attachment. And I know myself. You know, I, I know before, um, before I discovered the secret, certainly before I discovered the greatest secret, is that I was attached to all the people that I love in my life and especially my children and um, who are adults, but really attached. And how you know if you're attached is if they say something that's harsh to you and you feel hurt. That's how you know if you're attached. 
And, and so I, I would be very self-reflective and watch, uh, watch, my fe- watch feelings and watch thoughts. And then if one of my daughters would say something, and then I would feel this pit of my stomach, you know. And so and it was nothing to do with my daughter at all. It has to do with my reaction. And so then I would, uh, then I, I would, uh, what I describe in the book is I would welcome that feeling and not resist it because um, resistance hurts us along with attachment. They're similar actually, attachment and resistance. So, um, yeah, so that's how you know, you know if you're attached. But, you know, you can love something so purely. And, and what I have discovered is the love that you feel when you don't have attachment is so deep, oh, so beautiful, oh, it's absolutely beautiful. It's just, it's so deep and so big and so expansive and it's not conditional on anything. It's just, it's a love no matter what. And we all want to be loved the way that we are, you know, whether we're grumpy or whether we're not. We, we all want to be loved just the way we are. So, um, so it's, it's actually becoming that uh, but with other people and you are free. You are free when you do not have attachment and you love really deeply. It's, you're free. You're free of hurt. It's amazing. The example that kind of came to mind when I was reading is, uh, for example, if my partner was going to go on a trip for like a month for work and I didn't want him to go that sort of attachment I feel like could turn weirdly selfish and controlling because actually that's just me being attached and being scared that you know he would be away love is letting someone go it it is and 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 the and the letting everything be as free as we want to be free like we all want to be free or it's freedom is our nature too <laughs> and and so our freedom is really really important to us to be free and and so it's it's allowing others to be free too uh to be as free as we want to be and um and that is not it's not hard it's not hard at all yeah it's really it's 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 simple um yeah it's simple it's true um, and another bit of the book that really spoke to me, and I must say to anyone listening, oh. we're talking about bits of the book, but there is a big secret within the book <laughs> that you will, yes, that you will, um, sure that you will is. go on a, yeah. from the first page to the last page, everything will make sense and you will find out. But, um, but these are bits that are sort of, uh, to do with that. Um, so another bit that I just can't stop thinking about is the, uh, how you really, encourage the reader to feel your feelings this isn't about suppressing anything or pretending to be happy this is actually quite deep work and if anyone thinks this is like a light read I mean it's joyful but it's also you know I I went places with this book and um it 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 really explained to me that an emotion that you feel that is negative is not an emotion that you're feeling for the first time it's basically re-triggering you would you be able to talk a little bit about that because that that also blew my mind it is yes absolutely yes yes and and it's really great because you 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 begin to understand the structure and the way that everything works you know your thoughts and your feelings and so our feelings uh 
any feeling that we feel is a feeling that has already been suppressed inside of us. And so if we feel anger, we are feeling anger because it's already been suppressed inside of us. And most likely, most of those feelings have come when we were children and we didn't really know how to handle those feelings and we, and we suppressed them, we didn't express them. Because anything that, whether we express, if we express, there's still something that's being suppressed. Um, and so for all of us, if you feel any feelings of like disappointment or impatience or, or anger or fear or, or grief or, any, or depression or any of those feelings, it's because they're already suppressed within us and they're, in the, they're suppressed within the subconscious mind. And so, um, and so, and they've been repressed because we resisted them. We resisted them because they don't feel nice and we don't want to feel them. And so we've done it unconsciously and so we push them aside because we don't, we don't want to feel them. The really just stunning thing is, is that if we don't push them aside, they evaporate really quickly. And so, and so I explain in the book that if you welcome a negative feeling, instead of resisting it, it will dissolve in probably 45 seconds and you will not have pushed it down inside of yourself. And all of those negative feelings, they are not good within our body, you know, because it's, it's um, energy that isn't, isn't any good in our body. And so it's so fascinating that you can just welcome a feeling. And, and I mean, one of the ways that I talked about that is that I imagine that this feeling that I'm feeling, this negative feeling that's kind of swept through me and it's only energy, that it's um, that's somebody that I love um, and that I haven't seen for ages and, and they've just appeared in front of me and I just throw my arms around them and hold them. And that's what I would do with the feel, feelings as they arose. I would just put my arms around that feeling and allow it to be there. And it just dissolves so fast. You can't believe it. And, and you know, it's the best feeling in the whole world because you get like this high, like you feel like this high when you, when, when you welcome the feeling and it dissolves. And, and I got to the point where I just wanted all of these feelings to come up. I wanted all kinds of things to happen in the world so that, and so that one of those negative feelings would come up and I could just welcome it. And then if it comes up the next time, it's because if it comes up again, so for example, anger, if it comes up again, it's because you've still got some suppressed but when it comes up the second time, it doesn't have any of the charge. It's like really flimsy, you know, and, and so I would just welcome it and then, and then it would be gone and I just don't know if it's possible. I feel like I've, most of the anger in my body has gone. I don't know that it would be possible for me to feel any anger again now. Um, I, don't think, I don't think it would be. Uh, it's just everything that happens, like something... You know, maybe somebody that once used to bother you or, or a situation that once used to bother you and it happens and you just look at it and you just think, you just think, how did that ever bother me? <laughs> I just, uh, you know, you just feel, you just feel the happiness still remains and you're just like, wow, you know, why did that ever bother me? And so it's just like, oh, it's just a way out, you know, it's freedom and, um, 
And so it's really an amazing, amazing thing. It's that practice in the book is one of the greatest practices in the book because as you dissolve every negative emotion, I promise you your life will skyrocket because those negative emotions that are suppressed inside are holding us back. They are creating negative thoughts from them. And so if we have, for example, um, have suppressed uh, disappointment inside of us, then we will experience disappointing thoughts. But when you don't have it, you won't. Even though they seem like kind of quite big things to be doing, the result is basically changing your very mundane everyday experience. Like for example, um, I know I'm on a bit of a high because I've just finished reading the book and I kind of want to ask you how <laughs> I can maintain this. But I've noticed even even now that I will look at something, even an email that, I, that, I, that might have annoyed me a few days ago isn't annoying me as much. How do we maintain, once we've read the book, how do we keep this going? And we feel so great. Because it is work ongoing. It is, it's ongoing. And... Um, and so when, so when a negative feeling appears is your great, huge opportunity to welcome it. And so you get to welcome it. And then, then after you've welcomed that feeling a few times, it's gone. And so then maybe another feeling comes up like, um, like maybe you suddenly feel a feeling of revenge, which you were never aware of. Because as you release the feelings on the top, like impatience and the light ones, the deeper ones start to come up. And, um, and so then you get to release those, but, but it, it is like pulling a thread a little bit because they get lighter and lighter. But as I say, with everyone you release, there's no more disappointing thoughts or there's no more depressing thoughts or there's no more, um, jealous thoughts or so, uh, but maintaining it is as you keep releasing all of these things and and you can release it you can do it all different ways and I, I've got various ways in the book that you can do it but for example when when we have released all negative feelings we are in permanent happiness that can never ever be shaken no matter what no matter what cannot be shaken so when our negative feelings are gone we are existing in permanent happiness as we release each one we are getting happier 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 life is getting better everything just seems to happen for us everything that we've wanted just suddenly starts to come to us and it's just it's it's so blissful it's almost like you can't bear it so great <laughs> you know it's, it's it's so darn good like i've had feelings of happiness sweep over me and i'm like whoa <laughs> You know, this is incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so you, it, it's just remembering that it is your true nature and that if, if you're, you're feeling really great and then you're not feeling so great, it is because there's uh, negative thoughts that you've been entertaining and energising or a negative feeling and it's just well you, it's just welcoming and you've read the book you know the other steps too but that's what it is it's just coming back to that and then you can feel the happiness arise in you and and when i first um, discovered this in 2016 and then i spent the next four years um just trying everything doing everything practicing everything uh what happened is i just got happier 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 and that's your gauge that's how you know how you're going 
uh, because you just get happier and happier and happier. But I would say this because um, have the book, dip into the book, you know, because it's full of the most incredible energy. It will take you right back to your true nature. Um, and the other thing is that is so incredible is the audio book. That's, that's a must too because uh, all of the teachers are speaking. The energy in that book is incredible. They will just sweep you off your feet and take you back to your, the happiness that you are. Uh, it's, it's just, it's, I mean, we produce the book because I have a production company and I just think it's one of the greatest things we've ever created. Um, it's, it's just absolutely amazing. So that is a way that you can just tune in, you know, you're driving the car and you can, you can just tune in. But that feeling you have, you know, that is just a little glimpse of who you are. And isn't it incredible once you feel it? You just want it. You want to, I want to feel like this all the time. And yeah, that's how exactly. I suppose it links back to the first book, doesn't it? Because like you say, one thing leads to another. The adventure unfolds it by itself almost. It does. It does. And, and the other thing is they're all those gorgeous teachers. And I wanted to have a lot of teachers in the book because different teachers appeal to different people at different times. But every one of those teachers has changed my life. Those teachers are my journey from the secret to now. And some of them, I, I studied their work for two years, some of them one year, some of them six months, um, you know, some of them one month. But every single one of them changed my life in one way or another. And so you have those as well. And they all do. Isn't it amazing how much you can learn just as you get older, as in every year we have the chance to learn something new? I mean, do you feel like a different person from 2016 even? Oh, gosh, yes. Isn't that amazing? It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, just totally different because I see the world in a different, in a different way. And, and when you know the truth about everything, it's so beautiful, like... I remember some, a teacher saying to me years and years ago, you'll always know the truth because the truth is really good news because all of the things that we fear are just, they're not even real, you know, and so, um, and so it, it releases us and it's like a rich chocolate cake though, isn't it? You know, <laughs> you're sort of taking mouthfuls of it one at a time and, and this book will challenge people's beliefs. Um, but but beliefs that we hold are what hold our life back and cause us suffering. And in the secret, in the book, in the secret, I did a tenth anniversary edition, and I wrote out the ten things, the ten life changing insights that that I had um, realized since I'd written the secret. And one of those was that the fewer opinions—I can't remember it word for word—but I'll. Um, the fewer opinions we have, the fewer fixed ideas we have, the fewer beliefs we have, the happier we will be. And, 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 that, and that's like the peeling of the onion because the, our beliefs can hurt us, really, really hurt us. And, and um, so, yeah, it's the way out of all of that. And isn't that such a current needed message just in this social totally. media world of like opinions everywhere? Sometimes I feel like it's oh, going yeah. against human nature to be open and to be in conversation. Yes, it's really interesting, isn't it? All everything that's happening with social media, and there's some reinforcement of individuality, and and then. Um, 
people having an have having opinions but then attacking and criticizing other people who don't share the same opinion and and that's just that's just that's just a recipe for absolute suffering for the rest of your life because the world is never going to agree with what our, our opinion is that the 8 billion people are never going to agree with us and so if we're pinning our happiness on everybody having the same opinion as us we're doomed absolutely doomed and so if people that attack other people um they uh you know they're really really suffering inside mm-hmm. it's true um so i want to just end on one last question which is kind of a personal one for me i'm just uh, wondering your advice while i've got you um and then yes. everyone you will be able to click below and get your copy of the greatest secret but i wondered with getting rid of these negative feelings is something that you write about in the book and i think it is something you know for people listening sometimes it can feel so out of reach and you know oh. when you um have a thought about something that something bad's going to happen and then it and then it does happen and I I wrote this book um, this year called sabotage which is unpicking our self-sabotage and our fears and about how it's all based in self-protection like we're so scared all the time and I wondered how to let go of those feelings where your brain remembers you being right once about your intuition and how to let that go because it feels it feels hard sometimes for example, you um, you know, they say that women have really good intuition, <laughs> and you th- and it's like, oh, I think my friend is annoyed with me, and then you f- and then you find out actually they were annoyed with you, and I feel like sometimes you can believe your thoughts because a few times they 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 look like they were right. Intuition is a different thing. Intuition and insights—they're a different thing, and I understand what you're saying because sometimes it can be hard to discern between them. Was that was that a thought or was that intuition? Because I, I will know something's going to happen sometimes and, um, uh, or, or I will know the sex of a baby. Somebody's got pregnant and, and they don't want to know the sex of the baby. I will just know what it is. Like my daughter's pregnant now. I know what sex that baby is. Um, so, uh, and, and that didn't come from thought from the mind. That came from beyond the mind because our freedom is actually beyond the mind. It's not through the mind. And so we have to kind of discern between, is this a, is this a thought that came from the mind or is this something that came or did this come as a feeling? Because if it came as a feeling, if it came in a flash and just as a feeling, usually that's intuition. Um, and that and that is not the mind, but if if it's a bunch of thoughts together, uh, then it's probably the mind. That is so useful because it's I, when I was reading the book, I was like, the one thing I just wanted to ask myself is like, how do I know thought from gut feeling? Yes, and quite often with intuition too. Not all the time, but uh, but a lot of the time, you just know something, and you don't know how you know. You're like, I absolutely know this. But you don't know how you know, but I know it. I know it. I know it for sure. Like with the secret, I absolutely knew what would happen with the secret in the world. I knew it. I just knew it. And, and I don't know how I knew it, but I knew it. <laughs> I just knew it. And it was just destined, you know. And so, um, so it, it tends to be intuition and insight tends to be like a feeling and it comes in a flash and it's just instantaneous. It doesn't take time to come. It kind of comes out of no time. And you just, and you're just like, whoa, 
you've you've got it. It didn't take a whole lot of thought for you to for you to get it. And so, if you had a feeling, is is it's probably wow. right. Yeah. And it's so it's it makes it you know there's nothing to fear when you put it like that. You know there's nothing to fear in terms of intuition, even if it's, if it's good or bad. You it, it does it almost doesn't matter. No, it do, it doesn't matter. And if if I if I got a feeling about something and it was something I didn't want, I actually wouldn't entertain it. So I would I would just kind of welcome that feeling and I'd let it dissolve, and then just allow life to unfold in the way that it's going to unfold. Uh, so yes, I, I still don't entertain anything. But actually, my I found with my intuition and. Um, and insights, they're all really good news. Actually, come to think of it, you couldn't get something from beyond the mind that was bad news. So that would help as well, be a bit of a gauge. Well, thank you so, so much for letting me ask you all these questions. You are the greatest teacher on the planet. And those other teachers, like in The Greatest Secret, and that, are there to point us in the right direction. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, it's you. It's all Mm -hmm. you. Well, thank you so much. It was thank just you, such a pleasure to talk to you. I'm excited to, for the world, to, honestly, to read it so that I can see how they receive it. And I'm sure you can't wait to see as well. <laughs> for sure. So. Thank you so much for having me, Emma. I loved it. Oh, thank loved you. Loved talking to you. It was wonderful. Thank you so, so much. <laughs>